The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the first Sunday in Advent. We're looking at Romans chapter 13, verses 11 to 14, where the Apostle Paul wrote, And do this understanding the present time. The, top, the hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over, the day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. My dear friends in Christ, in the first part of Romans chapter 13, the Apostle Paul was reminding the Roman citizens, the Roman Christians, that they were living in a secular world and they were citizens of that secular world. And as Roman citizens, they were obligated to recognize the Roman authorities that could be cruel and do some terrible things. They were obligated to recognize those authorities as authorities that God had put into power for a certain reason. They were supposed to give them honor and respect just as we today are supposed to recognize the authorities that are placed over us despite the fact that maybe they don't always please us, maybe often they don't always please us, but still we need to give them honor and respect because they're the authorities that God has placed over us. And then Paul goes on to talk about how we'll want to demonstrate a loving attitude toward all the people around us. He said, love is the fulfillment of the law. Show love to all those people who are in the secular world around us. Paul is telling us, be good citizens, love one another, love everyone. He's saying that when he says here, and do this, understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Prophecies like this, they alert us. They alert us that our salvation is nearer now than when we first believe. Our, well, our salvation, obviously, it's nearer now than it was yesterday. We're always getting closer to Judgment Day. And so Paul tells us to wake up from our slumber. And what he means by that is, you know, it's so easy for a person to even go to church and read his Bible and to then not act on what God's Word has to say. Our sinful nature loves to tell us that what God's Word says, that it's absolutely great and it's absolutely wonderful, but then it'll go on to tell us that we have plenty of time. 
that we don't need to act on what the Word has to say to us right now. Well, when Paul says here, the time has come for you to wake up from your slumber, he's telling us that right now we're going to want to act on what God's Word has to say to us. And this is especially reminding us of our need to do mission work our need to do mission work and to do that personally with our own witness and, and then to do what we can to support mission work with our offerings. Paul says, our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. And well, with every minute that passes, we're getting a little bit closer to our salvation. We're getting a little bit closer to heaven. And when you think about it, that's absolutely great and wonderful news for us who by the grace of God believe in Jesus as a Savior. It's wonderful because then what's going to happen? God is going to take us from this sinful world and take us to a place where there's no more sin, sickness, sorrow, pain, any problems, any troubles ever again. That's absolutely great news for us, but it's terrible news for those who don't believe in Jesus the Savior, for those who don't yet know Christ. Many years ago, when I was in Mobile, there was a member of my church who came to me one day and, and asked me to pray for his uncle, and his uncle didn't have much time left to live. When he told me that his uncle didn't have much time to live, my first question to him was, well, is your uncle a believing child of God? And his response to that was to say that he wasn't sure. So I told him that the next time he saw him, which better be pretty soon, hopefully before he die, necessarily before he dies, that he talked to him about his eternal soul and about his salvation. There was no time for him to lose. He needed to ask his uncle about his faith and be sure about that. Now the prophecies in scripture, what they do is they alert us to the fact that judgment day, the end of time is coming so quickly. They are to alert us about our Savior's second coming. Just as the Old Testament prophecies in Scripture told the Old Testament believers about our Savior's first coming, those prophecies, they told the Old Testament believers about the virgin birth in Bethlehem. They told the early believers about John the Baptist. And then you have prophecies like Psalm 22 and, and Isaiah 53. You might want to look at those chapters. But those chapters, they so beautifully tell us about our Savior's suffering and death and everything that he did in order to pay for our sins so that we wouldn't have to pay for our sins. Unfortunately, most of the people of Jesus' day and, and before, for that, they weren't alert to what those prophecies were really talking about. They weren't alert to the fact that Jesus was the promised one. Well, today, we have those prophecies that are meant to alert us about our Savior's second coming. 
There are the wars and rumors of wars. There are the famines, the earthquakes, the pestilences, the deadly diseases. We're living in a time when more and more people won't put up with the sound teachings of the Bible. And it's clear that people today aren't taking our Lord seriously when he said that the day is almost here for the judgment. Because, you know, if people would take God seriously when he says that our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed, that the judgment day could come at any time, don't you think that they'd make it a point to have God's word in their homes and in their churches as often as possible, studying, reading, and studying that word? Let's not think the chances of our Savior coming sooner are so slim that we don't need to be alert. Let's rather remember always, our salvation is nearer now than when we first believe. Our time of grace, our earthly life, is always getting shorter. The prophecies in Scripture alert us to this fact Let's be alert. Let's do all we can to be ready, to be alert, and to support mission work so that souls can be reached and alerted to the fact that, that the day is almost here. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for the prophecies and reminders in your word that alert us to see that our salvation is nearer now. Help us to always be ready. Move us to keep sharing your prophecies so that more are alerted to know our salvation is nearer now. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.